Head to the Gold Coast for a fast, flat race this July. Whether you're looking for a personal best time or a winter break with the family, the Gold Coast Marathon on the 1st and 2nd July has it all. The weekend of events includes a distance for everyone, the Gold Coast Marathon, CPL Wheelchair Marathon, ASICS Half Marathon, Southern Cross University 10K, CPL Wheelchair 10K, Gold Coast Airport 5K, and the Health and Wellbeing Queensland 2 and 4 km Junior Dash. It's fast, it's flat, and it's scenic. Enter now at goldcoastmarathon.com.au. Welcome to the Inside Running Podcast, Shoe Geeks Edition, the month of May. I'm joined here by Julian in Geelong. How are you traveling, mate? Hey, mate. Yeah, I'm going good. Thank back you. Back in the shoe shop. You, you blurred the background there. You don't want us to see what's uh, in stock. Yeah, you could probably have a squiz like, hold on a sec. Can see, some Nike, can see some Nike boxes back there. That's all Let I can take the make background out. off for a sec. See? There you go. But no, I don't want me. everyone to see what's going on, so I'm going to blur it. I miss that a little bit, Tommy, don't you? Do you miss working in the sort of, you know, the boxes? At the yeah, back? you're in the back room. Yeah. Yeah. I do miss Anyone that a little bit. Anyone in today, we're open. So this is, we might have some staff come past at some point looking for some shoes. Fair enough. We'll see some live action. Good. And how are you going, Tommy? Are you uh, in, a, in, a, in a better mood, happier mood this week? Better mood, better mood. Um, yeah. I've uh, done like five runs, so. Good. It's amazing. And look, give us yeah. a bit of a bit of an update like how's the hip feeling and did you end up um, getting a di- diagnosis or anything like that I, so yeah so basically i've got this um uh annoyingly vague diagnosis of um sij syndrome that's uh that's what we're going with so i've had I had two <laughs> mris both were clear for bone stress so sacrum clear necrophema clear um so then ruled out those and so likely cause of the symptoms I would say, and after chatting to both sports doc and physio, and mm. what I think is just joint related pain, yeah. probably not hip, probably more the that that junction of the the, the lower back to the pelvis. So, yeah, it's it's comes with like anti inflammes are, are good and rest, and I just got to build back now. It's good, and uh, the boys on the main podcast sort of ripped into it a little bit last episode, talking a bit about um, maybe oh. the dietary stuff might have been a risk factor. It turns out no bone stress, so pretty safe and plenty. People of, like talking to me about it after, like, oh, like they, you know, they're thinking that I'm uh, <laughs> like in trouble. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not that big a deal. Like I, you just, you just carefully. Yeah, just just watch watch. To, to eat, don't eat crap and and train, and you may lose a little bit of weight, and you may get a bit easier to get into race weight. Um, and yeah, it's I don't think this injury is related to um, 
it's not like I was like going hard on calorie restriction. Like a lot of people think that I was like, <laughs> Real defensive, like a lot of people Real saying defensive. about depleting and I'm like depleting. That's a very heavy word. Like, yeah, Tommy, it's 2023 now. And it's, um, those kind of conversations are awkward these days and they had a bit more often. So people aren't used to, um, you know, fit young men like you talking about that. And yeah, anyway. Yeah, it is what it not, is. Like, neither, neither. Not fit, fit, fit old man. Fit old man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not fit. Far out. I, oh, I didn't work cross training, and yep. yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm not fit. So look, right. five runs. Um, what, what shoes have you been able to wear in those five runs? Um, so just so I had something to talk about, I ran a new shoe, the Cloud Surfer. Um, so I got given that shoe from on, um, probably just before I think I cooked my back. Um, yep. and yeah, done the five runs in it. Um, yep. so far I'm enjoying it. So I'll just get it up. This is it. Yeah, cool. So new shoe from on. Um, mm-hmm. so it's the first shoe that does not have a um, speedboard. And that's the first thing I noticed. I was saying the shoe just felt softer. Um, so I've, I've enjoyed it. So I, yep. I mean, I, I know we, we've probably chatted about, um, how on has not been our first pick of a running shoe brand, uh, mm. gone by from the, the firm nature of them. And also, yep. um, I've always found the pods a little bit, um, like disjointed. Like I don't like the sensation of feeling segmentation in the midsole. I just want to feel yeah. like a smooth ride without feeling like the midsole has got different little pods and mm. sections to it. Um, so the cloud surfers are first, um, I mean, the monster was pretty smooth, um, yeah. probably because the so the monster the, those segmentations on the um, were very like shallow. Yeah. Um, we go back to like the old school ones here. Those you can see those segmentations are quite mm. large, so they're deep. So this this shoe, which they still sell like with the same midsole unit, it's an old shoe, but I think it's still mm. the same. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, same one they uh, mm. what's the called the flow. That's the cloud five, I think. Yeah, so um, going from those, like I would say I enjoy this shoe more than the Monster. It's probably controversial yeah. talking to you, you guys, but um, <laughs> I, I, would, I would I enjoy it more than the Monster because it's lighter and softer. So those two, mm. those two attributes I quite like in shoes. I like a, a light shoe, soft shoe. Um, it's got both of those and it's, um, I don't mind a bit of flexibility. So it hasn't got the speedboard, so the, the forefoot flexes more. Um, yeah. For for the purpose I use this for, which is like the which is all I'm doing now, short easy runs. It's perfect. Short easy runs in a nice soft flexible yeah. shoe. Um, yeah, plenty of plenty of cushion. It 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 doesn't bottom out uh, yet for me. Um, so yeah. although it's soft foam, I don't feel uh, I don't feel like I'm hitting the ground. Yeah, really. Yeah, because that's the yeah. first thing that I felt up front. Felt those pods just like yeah, so, yeah. I feel that. So you feel you feel the, mm. um, the pods compress, but then when yeah. you get to there, I still feel the guts of the midsole. So I do feel yeah. that. It feels like it quickly gets That's to there. It. But then I feel yep. like then it's still got something. Um, it's, it is a bit weird having that, like, initial very softness and then feeling the midsole contact yeah. each other and then feel another sensation of cushion. But, um, yeah, I don't get bottom, I don't get the bottoming out sensation. Yeah, it, it bottoms out to the point of the middle of the foam. I find I feel like there's a bit of foam beneath the area. And look, I took it for ninety minutes. It was it was fire track, and it definitely probably not the best example of whether it bottoms out by the end of ninety minutes. It still felt softer. Um, 
look, it probably doesn't feel as good at the end of 90 minutes. Only difference in the cloud monster. I did find the shoe probably didn't really change much after a long run. It was pretty good at the start, firmer, but didn't didn't deteriorate. This shoe to me is probably better to the hour mark and 90 minutes was truly pushing it for this one. But lightweight, fun, economical shoe. Um, I don't know. What's it, what's, it, what's it retail at this shoe, Julian? 250. 250. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, c- categorically, I guess you're putting it next to an Invincible, more than likely, um, in terms of a cushion shoe, but it's not as high stack as that shoe, I don't believe. So, um, maybe a second second daily, second run shoe. Um, for me, it's been a warm-up, cool-down shoe almost every single run. I've really enjoyed it, but I haven't actually used it for much more than one 90-minute run, so I can't give it a really good synopsis yet. But it's definitely their softest shoe, and I like that from them because... I haven't had heaps of soft shoes from them that I've enjoyed. So well, you've tried nice. it out a bit, Julie. You've tried it out, Julie, on mainly shop floor though, hasn't it? Been yeah, I just too. walked around in it and I like I couldn't stand it. I felt like the back was just way too soft, especially like on the outside corner, just fell away immediately. And then as I transitioned into toe off, even just walking, I'm like, it just disappeared. Like the, yeah, the you, hit that, you hit that part of your foot a lot more walking than you do running, though, Julian. Like it's sort of you can emphasize the outside part of the heel collapsing laterally when you're walking. But when eighty percent of people hit that area, yeah, but you don't notice it as much when you're running. You're not you're not spending as much time there, I don't reckon. Whereas you know you're probably on the shop floor emphasizing that subconsciously as well. More force running through that back corner. More yeah, force when you're running. Anyway, well, I, 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 yeah. I I won't wear it. Um, there are other shoes from the brand I like, but not not that one. We'll, Got it. we'll move on because I've given it a spray a few times. <laughs> it has its place, I think. It just might not be um, might not be that long run shoe. Since we've all had Super Blast in the past couple, you know, months, and even the Nimbus Twenty Five, and. Actually, I've got I've had the Triumph recently as well, the twentieth version. It's taken me a year to get that shoe, and that's you know polar opposite acting foam. It's really resilient foam, really responsive foam. I find the shoe relatively stable, even though it's high stack and quite firm. Um, look, I reckon I need a bit of time to knock it in. I don't know what you were like, Julian. Like I reckon the first run felt a bit firm, the second one feels a bit better. Um, the sock liner, I don't know if you've got it in front of you at the moment but the sock liner inside that shoe is it really makes the shoe comfortable it's a tpu sock liner it's probably four mils of thickness i reckon it's more than three mils yeah and if you can that's the shoe if can you pull the um the sock liner out certainly the, um this is the best sock liner in running i reckon yeah it's comfy yeah yeah tpu um remember like they don't they used to um just have the script of ever run um underneath the normal sock liners probably only about two years ago and now it's like it's part of the sock liner with the um you know with the material on top it's a beautiful feeling material and um, i know sacconi we were we had marshall come in um to show the range for the upcoming year and even the Sacconi ride is going to sort of move towards the, the beaded foam or the Piva, um, the PB Plus, which it's going to be a huge upgrade upgrade for that particular shoe, which is sort of a mid-range mileage shoe. So, so the Sacconi midsoles seem resilient, but they're really fun. Maybe not as plush underfoot, but probably a bit more responsive. So I know Tom you used that piece. Yeah, Tom, you used that Piba midsole, or that Piba, uh, you got a strip of it at work. You've been putting it into sock liners for patients, haven't you? The t- yeah, TPU. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it's, it just highlights like um, the how much the, the sock liner insole can 
affect the the feel of the shoe. It's like the outsole, like we chatted about. Mm-hmm. The outsole affects the ride as well, but so does the insole. So yeah, nice nice few mils of um, TPU as the sock liner is is um is nice. Yeah, so sock sock and you're doing a good job there, I reckon, with that. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's a nice mileage shoe. It feels a bit. Yeah. It feels closer yeah. to the Cloud Monster, um, resilient sort of foam, maybe a little bit firmer perhaps. It uh, doesn't compress quite as much with the, obviously, the pods compress more on the, the Cloud Monster, but I reckon that's going to be a good long-run shoe as well. So it feels pretty um, responsive. So I reckon you could pick the pace up in a pretty comfortably if you needed to. So I reckon you'd probably enjoy that, Tom. I reckon, I mean, it's, you had the Tempest, which you were using anyway, which has, you know, um, I believe they use the Peeber. Are they using the Peeber-based midsole with a bit? Hybrid yeah, style with PB plus, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I like that shoe. I probably like, yeah, mm. yeah, Triumph, maybe. Mm. Yep, yeah. We're seeing an update. What else to the Triumph. Triumph. Big update or small update? Small update, just the just the upper. Got Stay it. the same yep. underneath. Uh, it shouldn't That's be a good, big change at all. Yeah, the upper is pretty good really now. Much. Maybe it's a little shallow for some people. Yep. Mm. Fits about That's half good. size short too, or a quarter size perhaps. Does a bit. So Cody, I found a bit more comfortable with ten point five on the smaller side. I normally ten in some of the ASIC mm. shoes at the Super Blast, so a little bit shorter. Yeah. What about you, Julian? You've uh, come back from a bit of a back injury. Volume's a bit lower, but you've also been been back running. But you've also seen some new shoes as well. Yeah. So we had our conference this week and um, got to see samples from different brands. Uh, I mean, we because they're not due until next year, we can't really talk too much about them. Um, but <laughs> I, there were some I've put together like an assortment list for my store based on what I saw, and like the exciting stuff obviously goes on there as well as like the successful mm. stuff and stuff we think will have a place. Um, there's two main right like super shoes out there mm. that I that I sort of looked at, three actually. That have come that are going to be coming out um, 2024 early. Uh, mm. One from New Balance, one from Saucony and, and Nike. So they're like mm. there are others, but they're the three that I looked at and thought, "For this is going to be good." Like, yep. and we, we you can you can have people put the samples on if they're close enough in size. Um, mm-hmm. Every brand's a little different in terms of what their size is mm. for a sample, and even within the samples, sometimes they come out of the factory really weird with the wrong densities and. They don't feel yep. exactly like what production is. Um, mm-hmm. But the overwhelming feedback was those two shoes in particular. We don't see the Nike mm-hmm. sample, but um, yeah. those yep. two shoes, bloody awesome. Like, yeah, real cool. exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And from like a mileage standpoint, um, look, probably less exciting on the mileage shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just have a quick look if I've sort of pegged anything that I can't quite remember. Like little well, it tweaks. Makes sense. Like a mileage shoe right now, there's plenty of options for good quality mileage shoes right now. It's hard to update a lot of them. I know there's one brand, Tommy, you, you'd agree with, I think should upgrade their mileage shoes a bit more. I think Nike nailed their racing flats at the moment. Yeah. It'd be nice to see a few of their, you know, like the historical shoes get a bit better yeah. again, like the Vermeero and, um, yeah. you know, even the Pegasus as well to, to catch up to the market in the volume shoes. I saw a Vomero 5 come in the other day. A Vomero 5? No way. Yeah. You know, they're releasing them again as... um, Yeah, that's that's what I saw. Lifestyle shows. Oh, you did see it. Yeah, right. Lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. A lady came in today and I was looking at... It was an Adidas. Like, I don't know what it was, but um, I couldn't tell if it was a really old, like, 
running shoe or whether if it was one of the new lifestyle shoes they released because they kind of release them in these dirty whites to make them look mm. old. And so I just had, yeah. I couldn't work it out. I stared at it for like five minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, the Nike will release like, actually it's not too far away. Um, like, uh, let me just let you know when one of their main neutral shoes will update. Um, mm-hmm. Hasn't had an update for ages. So we're going to see that come through in, I think it's uh, October. Um, yeah, okay. And it's, it's pretty good. So it's a better, it's a good update on what they've got. I think they can still improve it a lot, um, mm. but it's going to do a lot better than the current one. Can you tell us if this is the infinity or not? Oh, nice. Well, <laughs> no, Julian has not liked the infinity for you've liked, <laughs> you're going to be in for a shock. I hope you pay full whack for a pair too. <laughs> uh, from, from, the the pics, from the pics I've seen floating around online. Um, there's no, uh, there's no plastic clip in the in the next one. You should I, get I thought one, you'd like that. You should get one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked the weight of it. Imagine a size 13 for that shoe looks like it'd be on the heavier side as well. So. Uh, now, there's three shoes dropping though next month or the month after that okay. um, all play in the same area. So Super Comp yep. Trainer from New Balance is coming out, the new version. Yep. We'll talk about it more in depth when it gets here, but it's going to be low, yeah. lower stack than the current one, uh, a little yep. bit more fun. Um, bit, not, bit, bit, of hell, bit crazy. Bit, bit more of a like a encapsulated heel counter going on in that one um, compared to the previous version, or yeah, it's a different cup. It it feels more yeah. like a, an old, pretty much like what you'd run tempo runs in. Whereas yeah, okay. now it, it almost it's like a it's like a weird it's a, niche area that it plays in. It's an offloading tool at the moment. Like it's a real deloading tool. I could run with the calf strain and that super comp currently is that offloading. <laughs> yeah, but it's still <laughs> P like not Peba, but it's still there mm. kind of high end foam. Um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Sockany bring out the Kinvara Pro, which is similar to what the super mm-hmm. comp trainer is, but I think it's it's a lot firmer. And maybe yep. a little bit more um, jogger rather than than faster shoe. And yeah, Hocker good. bring out Mac X. So oh uh, yeah, yep. Mac X is again plated yep. lightweight trainer. Yep. And the Mac's always been that sort of in that area as a bit of a daily. It's been like a almost like an endorphin speed, hasn't it? Like you use it for a bit of everything. I haven't seen the Mac for a while though. It's yeah. They, I think they had stock issues, but. It's been popular every time we've had it in. It's for that old school feel. Like like yeah, Tom yeah. would love it, I reckon. Like it's <laughs> light, but it's relatively soft. Your foot is yeah. close to the ground. Um, yeah. Formula drop. Yeah. So the the Mac X though that gets that gets a plate in it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be a bit faster. Yep. Speaking of shoes with a plate, I've done a couple workouts mainly on grass. Is in the uh, the super comp um, trainer. So not the trainer, the super comp uh, racer. Yeah, so it's racer. got a plate, a very, very superficial uh, plate. The foams, look, it says it's like around about close to 30 mils of foam, but it doesn't feel that way when you put it on. But I think that's relative to what I have been wearing. And I've done this in a couple uh, grass runs, workouts. It's really stiff. Um, you still feel the rocker and the stiff. It, it, it does give the emphasis that when you start to have a, a, um, a plate in the shoe and it's low to the ground, 
the plate becomes really emphasized in the shoe. So it's almost too firm um, for me when I'm wearing this particular shoe, even though the foam is really nice. It's got the fuel cell, but the energy arc is almost too stiff in this particular shoe. But for a grass, I'm trying to make my calves a bit more tolerant to wearing a low profile shoe. Um, whether the uh, the plate's offsetting that, I'm not sure. So, so it's probably a slightly better casual shoe than it is a running shoe for me tolerance wise. And uh, Tom, I know you've worn this. I think you might have shown it as well, perhaps around about World Cross time. This is, uh, we got a couple of cross-country meets coming up. This is Sorconi's uh, Terminal. Um, so these are the, uh, this was the one complaint you had, wasn't it, Tom? The, uh, the cutouts along the midsole of the foam through here. Um, yeah. But it is um, the Power Run HG foam, so it is quite responsive. It is soft underfoot. It runs a bit small and it runs a little bit narrow, as a lot of spikes do do. Big heel counter, though, really deep heel counter. That's got a uh, six mil heel pitch put into it. So, um, so I'm interested to try this foam out on the track and on cross country in the next couple of weeks as well. So it probably sits at around about, I think it's is it below 20 mils or is it above 20 mils? I'd, be, I'd say above. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yep. around 20. Yep. Yep. It's a nice, so, yeah, it's a nice spike, but as you as you said, it's um, definitely on the narrow side, um, especially it, compared to a dragonfly, which is probably a bit more anatomical, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm. So, you know, those those holes they collect. If if you're gonna like, which you, most people won't, or I guess I guess some would uh, cross country, and that's in that spike. Mm. You're gonna collect mud if it's a muddy course. Um, I reckon yeah. the shoe doubled its weight at the end of that cross country race when I when I wore yeah. that shoe. Because it's extremely yep. light, like it's lighter than the um, the dragons. Um, yeah, the cushion's yeah. weight, like the cushion, is still pretty decent. Like it feels yep. pretty well cushioned. Um, mm. But um, yeah, you're gonna collect some mud. Yeah. What do you? Okay. You're, what are you wearing at cross country at the moment, Julian? You've got the dragon. I've got. I wore the dragon at Jails Park. Uh, yeah, still yeah. the most popular shoe out there. And then Brie actually wore that Super Comp Pacer. Um, oh yeah. She got yep. a pair. Of, she got the samples, I think, and they she liked them. Mm. She she does a yep. few grass workouts, so wears that quite often. Um, yeah, good. And then this week is eight k, a bit hillier. I've had a little bit of an Achilles mm. niggle, so I'm thinking I should go to um back to a like a higher pitch like shoe. Mm. Just trying to work out which one I I I wear. I might even think try the the on um cloud boom echo. Cloud oh yeah. Echo. Boom, a bit firmer as well. Uh, yeah, it's firmer, yeah. yeah. Mm. I just don't know how the grip will be. It depends how wet the course is. So I'll take that and mm. I'll take the um, New Balance RC one. Um, you still got that. You still you still got an RC one. Wow. I only wear it like twice or three times a year, yeah, <laughs> but enough. it's worth yeah. keeping for its grip. Yeah. Um, this here though, this is something that you guys should refer for all the time. <laughs> this is oh, yeah. Barefoot, so this is the prime light yeah, three. Yeah. Uh, yep, this has a stack height of two point five mil. Um, <laughs> but does it? <laughs> pure rubber, no foam. Mm -hmm. um, nice flared forefoot, so very human shaped, yep. and super flexible. Like I can, I can twist it into a ball. Um, yep. So you guys, like, if you ever have that knee injury that you want to unload knitter <laughs> you know how much of a difference footwear can make vivo barefoot for the naturalists out there i've known so who's, who's um who's who's buying that shoe and what are they using it for predominantly uh someone who's into the concept 
um, yep. who's like a believer or a follower and they're wearing it to, to walk in or perhaps mm-hmm. do the gym, wear in the gym. Yep. That's, yep. we, yeah. There is one coming that's got trail lugs on it, four mil, mm-hmm. and, and that might be a walking shoe because it's got a little bit more protection. But geez, it's, this like we we say our oh, ultra is kind of minimal because it's zero drop. It's got a wide forefoot. Mm. Some are flexible, but this is minimal. Ultra so who, who would you recommend if someone comes into the store and they're looking for advice rather than someone that's already bought into the whole barefoot thing? Like when when would you say, look, why don't you try this shoe on? Mm. It's really rare we will bring this out. Uh, we have to pr- pretty much get directives from the customers, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To say I want to try a, a barefoot shoe or a minimal shoe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and, and Jim, Jim, yeah. Jim is the place. Yeah, that's, yeah. But, but people don't, it's rare someone buys a shoe just for the gym that they won't wear walking. It's true. Yeah. Um, if you're walking, this here, is the Keen Newport H2. So now it's blurred, isn't it? If you're walking, if you're walking in summer, you mean, or what? Or walking no, with my is... long, my long woolly socks in winter? I reckon. Well, I've been wearing it for work lately, so it's got <laughs> oh, this God. massive, big rubber sole, super grippy. It's pretty stiff. Like a lot of mm. people wear thongs. This is a great option to get out of that. Um, better for your feet. It's got like an arch footbed antimicrobial so you can wear it doesn't smell waterproof it's pretty, upper, a, pretty anatomical fit as well isn't it it is yeah, yeah. So, uh, they've sold 70 million of these worldwide hmm. think about like that. a new balance like a new balance 624 type scenario the population of australia times like three they've sold that yeah, many yeah. of these Keen is, Keen is good for that anatomical fit. I'll give it. I'll Absolutely. give them that as a brand. They they do well with making sure it's not going to be um, cramping the toes. Well, that's all. You pretty, pretty durable though, as well. Durable and comf like they like yeah, we yeah. got the boot in the Nexus Pro, and or yeah. the Nexus waterproof. Sorry, that thing is a comfortable boot or a hiking shoe. We'll call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I won't go too far down there because we got some questions. Okay. The Gold Coast Marathon. So let me pull up some questions. I'm going to um, I'm going to grab it here. So I'm going to ask you to, and mm-hmm. I'm going to pepper you with a couple. All right. So, uh, all right, all right, all right. Are some super shoes better for slower speeds? What's a marathon shoe for around five minute a k pace? You know the guy we interviewed on here, um, Dustin. Dustin Jabert. He actually did a paper looking at running economy changes at lower paces. And look, the long, the long, the, the short of it was that sixteen kilometers per hour is usually the the marker that they measure running economy with these shoes, sort of universally used amongst all the papers. And and this paper looked at I think it was twelve k's per hour of memory, and um, so much slower. So I think that is five minute k pace, isn't it? Twelve k's per hour. And look, all the super shoes were pretty economical at that slower pace, but it wasn't quite as high a give back. So you were probably about, I think it was 2 or 3% more economical or 1% to 3% more economical at those slower paces with the super shoes. So look, which probably means that all the super shoes are probably still going to be beneficial for that person at that slower pace. But in saying that, look, person that's generally running slower, you know, chime in if you think I'm wrong here, tends to be mechanically probably a bit less 
a less sound, like a longer ground contact time compared to someone running to close to three to three thirty k pace or four minute k pace. Even usually a little bit more surface area and a bit more stiffness in the shoe probably does look after that runner a bit more at the end. So if you grab all the super shoes and line them up and look at the ones that are a bit more surface area to them from the rear foot to the forefoot, they might be the cleaner shoe. So right now looking at things like the shoes that transition from heel to toe pretty nice, like the Endorphin Pro 3, maybe even the Supercomp V3 Elite, for example, these might be slightly nicer shoes for that population. They're a little bit slower because people who are still running the marathon will benefit from super shoes. Maybe not quite as much from those um, who are wearing maybe the third version currently of the Vaporfly probably is still the highest performer if you grab a population. But it might not work quite as well for those running at a slower pace and relative to other variables like, you know, too much movement in the shoe falling off the midsole, for example. So I would say you're looking for the more conservative shoes um, and you know what they are, Joel, and you work in retail, you get to see the populations that pop into all these shoes and you can almost intuitively match the runner's ability to the shoe, can't you? Yeah, and you can offer it to them. Um, hmm. I wonder though, like we've got a local physio who's doing a study on the, cha- the gate changes in super shoes and um, mm-hmm. it's sort of seeing that it takes a lot more force to get across a plate when you're running at slow paces. And, and so uh, noticing quite a bit of gate change um, with these new shoes, with new shoes at, at slower paces. So she's quite a, almost, almost against it, um, which is interesting. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. really know. Uh, I know that I don't quite enjoy jogging in them. Um, so yep. slow paces for me, it, it feels pretty average. Feels like it's. Yeah, but remember when? Remember when you? Remember when you're jogging at five minute k pace? You're not feeling much else. You're not feeling a heart rate. You're not feeling effort. When these guys are running at five minute k pace, they're running closer to their threshold or just below their threshold for a marathon. They're, they're probably perceptually feeling like they're moving a bit faster compared to what you're used to. If that makes sense, I think the absolute difference of someone's pace is not the same as someone's relative difference if someone's running at an effort that's five minute k pace that's 85 percent of their heart rate look they're searching for an economy boost i think that there's benefit to the shoes as well yes there's obviously the the risks in terms of motion and movement and getting over a plate but look that's that's also variables of the plate like i struggle to get over the the sky one sorry the sky plus plate because that's so high the plate in the shoe whereas the ones that curve down deeper well, you get over that plate a bit quicker because the plate drops down halfway through the shoe. So there's other variables. And so, you know, that's why I think things like the Super Comp and the, the Pro 3 will be quite good for the populations that are a little bit slower. They can get over that plate a bit easier because the plate does it for them. Yeah, I think try it on is the key here. Mm-hmm. And try it on, have a run on the treaty. And we can do that now. It's not like we're in this period where it sails out in two minutes. You, mm. you can sort of get in and, and, and find the right fit for yourself. Because if you're doing a marathon and you're running five minutes a K, you're going to be out there for mm. like, what, four hours or so, three and a yeah, half yeah, hours. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So the, the fit and how the shoe feels around your foot is so much more important, I think, than how bouncy the foam is. Um, yeah. you'd, still, reckon, you'd still yeah. be looking at the comfort factor here. Mm. Yeah. I'm right going for what feels comfortable. Mm. Yeah. And, yep. and, I'm changing my thinking every every time I go out for a longer run around that, mm-hmm. like picking the shoe on, on what I know mm-hmm. at 35K will still yep. fit my like around my foot well with, with no yeah. foot health issues there. 
And look, you don't know sometimes until you do it either, right? So like that endorphin elite, I love that shoe when I'm running for a zero to 10 minutes and I just, I'm hitting the same spot. The foam's a bit firmer and my feet go a little bit numb. That's not irritable for 10 minutes, but it's irritable at 20 minutes, mm. for example. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd noticed mm. that with the SC, I mean the um, uh, endorphin elite too. Mm. Head to the Gold Coast for a fast, flat race this July. Whether you're looking for a personal best time or a winter break with the family, the Gold Coast Marathon on the 1st and 2nd July has it all. The weekend of events includes a distance for everyone, the Gold Coast Marathon, CPL Wheelchair Marathon, ASICS Half Marathon, Southern Cross University 10K, CPL Wheelchair 10K, Gold Coast Airport 5K, and the Health and Wellbeing Queensland 2 and 4 km Junior Dash. It's fast, it's flat, and it's scenic. Enter now at goldcoastmarathon.com.au. All right, next question. Uh, there's a lot of super, super shoe questions here. So this is in partnership <laughs> with Gold Coast Marathon. So what I'm going to do is ask a more specific question. Um, you're in prime marathon PB shape and racing on the Gold Coast. What shoe are you wearing? Tom, this was you not long ago, mate. And then it got taken oh, away from beneath you. I was, I was mid, mid-session, mid-session thinking, oh, I'm actually pretty fit here. This is going to be good. Uh, and then mm-hmm. I had to stop because uh, of my back. But I was in the uh, yeah, Vaporfly 3 uh, from Nike. That, was, that would definitely be the shoe I'd be in on the Gold Coast. What were you going to wear that year when you ran, when you were over there, you were staying at, um, you know, staying in a hostel and preparing by yourself when the Gold Coast Marathon got taken away in the last, you were going to decide between the, between the, um, the Vaporfly, you were considering the Asics, weren't you? Yeah, I had the Sky version one and the, yep. um, the Nike Vaporfly V1 as well. Yep. Um, I would have wore the Vaporfly V1, but um, I was training in the Sky V1 a lot and yep. like, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have been bothered if I if I didn't have the vapor flies and I had to wear the Asics because they were a close second. But um, yeah, definitely vapor fly man. Yeah. What about you? Nita? I'd wear the Alpha Fly One, but look, my Alpha Fly Ones are just about at their end stage, so probably the Alpha Fly Two. I still like them enough; they're the closest to the Alpha Fly One. Yeah, all right. I, yep. I would put on the um, Super Comp Trainer, the Super Comp Racer V Three. Yeah. It's good. That's- Yep. Yeah. Supercomp Elite V3, the Gs, they change the mm. names a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. That's my shoe. And it's not the most super, but it's the best fit. And Yeah, it, but like you said, it, it, it's, it, I reckon it's super for the end of a, end of a marathon, I reckon. Um, I yeah. think you'd really enjoy that shoe at the end of a marathon. Yep. Good one. Mm. Um, next question. Um, I'll try to go somewhere, something different here. Jeez, super shoes. Are close, Actually, right? a quick question for you, because Toby ran the 44Ks on Sunday. He wore the Endorphin Elite. How did he find it for the full, you know, two and a half hours or whatever? Said he got, um, said he was fine, actually. So he was yep. cooked, though. The bloke mm, oh, was yep. struggling big time at the end. And he mm. he was uh, running real slow as well. So yeah. it's, it's a different... I, he didn't make any specific comments on that, but another one of the fellas mm. here, he ran the half marathon and it was his yep. first half and he wore the uh, Super Comp Elite. And mm-hmm. actually our whole staff here wear the Super Comp I mean... You mean the Dolphin Elite? The yep. Dolphin Elite, yeah. 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 Um, yep. The whole staff like get mm. around it. So um, Jazz, who does tries, wears it. And then mm-hmm. um, Josh wore it at, at Canberra, had no issues mm-hmm. with 
with slipping in the wet. I know some people mm-hmm. get on board that, but it's um hasn't been a problem there for, for Josh. Yep. And then Dan wore it on the weekend in the half, said he got sore feet towards the end, but he mm-hmm. didn't have to slow down because of it. And um and Toby wore it for the full. So it's mm. if, if you're gonna pick a shoe as a store favorite in here, that's it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's odd to get sore feet in a super shoe. Nah. You kidding? No, I'm not. With how stiff those plates are. I'm just comparing this to um, traditional racing flats. Do you remember those? Uh. (laughs) I got sore feet in those. No one used Mm. to wear them, though. That's the thing. It was only the top-end racers that wore them, maybe the top 20, and everyone outside of that would just wear their their, their training shoes. Well, this is just it. Like, it's funny. uh, I was listening to the... Ed Goddard podcast on you know, Inside Rain, the main show, and he made a good point. Like the difference in the population who who wore those really like the Mayfly and streaks and things like that, those guys were economical because they were high performers. But if you grab the average person wearing the Vaporfly now running three and a half to four and a half hours for a marathon, they'd be less economical in that shoe, I'd say, by the end of the marathon, just for like mechanical trauma reasons, etc. They can't handle the shoe as well. And those populations are going to be more economical at the end of the marathon more than likely wearing a Sacconi ride like Julian would do you know, back in the day because there is more substance to the shoe, a bit more protective. Yes, the first part wouldn't be as economical because the shoe's a bit heavier, but things change in the marathon and the economy is lost here, there and everywhere. So, um, And at the end of the marathon, it's not quite the same. You were tough enough to be able to wear a Mayfly and a Lunar Racer for the marathon because you probably weighed 60 kilos, Tom. So probably cutting calories into the marathon. Doesn't mean that he did it well, though, because his PB was Well, he won. Right. He did it pretty well. He did win Melbourne Marathon, so he did it pretty well. <laughs> what was his I time? Still, I, well, that was, that was a windy day, mate. Let's what was talk. your time? <laughs> That's 2.20. 2.21 Melbourne Marathon? No, it didn't. Huh? That's yeah, like 15th place these days. Yeah, I don't know. You, I don't know if you ran, you ran that year. That year was just wild. It was like gale force winds. Do you not remember? I remember I wore the um, Zoom Elite 9. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's yeah. not bad, though. It wasn't a yeah. racing shoe, though. It was close to it, just a bit heavier. A bit heavier, that's right. I was looking mm. for heavier. That's, I was mm. in that, I was, I was preempting the super shoe area. Mm. High cushion. Yeah, I would have definitely wore the Lunar Racer um, for second marathon um, if it wasn't for the Vaporfly coming out the year after. Yeah, it was too minimal. The Mayfly was definitely too minimal for the marathon. I got yeah. a good one here. This you'll love this, you boys, because you'll be all about it. The lesser, oh, I missed it. The lesser stability of racing shoes. Um, all right, let me reword it because it hasn't been <laughs> worded real. Um, because super shoes are inherently unstable, would taping the ankle be a, a way to help? remedy this if you're racing in the shoe so tom would you do a low die taping super shoe to compensate Nah, i mean this is where you just got to find the shoe that suits i think if you start going down the 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 rabbit hole of having to strap your foot Mm. to cater for the shoe you just need a more stable super shoe and there's enough on the market now where you can find absolutely a super shoe that's more stable than others and like the classic example which you touched on was like vapor fly versus some of those others that have more surface area. Um, yeah. So, you, yeah, you just go a, 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 a slightly less soft or slightly increased mm-hmm. surface area super shoe 
to get the stability needs you, you you require as opposed to if you're having a strap i think it's just you're not in the right shoe agreed good yeah good good yeah all right we'll save some for next month as well because we're going to get a june mm. in before the race um uh what's coming up let me why don't i roll through a few little releases for you yeah just yeah like absolutely maybe some stuff that might uh interest you uh maybe not i don't know i've already said a few uh kinvara pros um yeah. got try are they are they are they are they within the next few months the kinvara pro yeah yeah yep. so what's the, what's the deal with that shoe can you tell us like what you'd use it for well, this is the thing. This is one of the issues with sampling. So we, mm-hmm. the first one we saw was soft and it was quite mm-hmm. bouncy. Yeah. And we're like, okay, this is a lightweight trainer. This is going to be good yep. for someone who, who wants an up-tempo kind of threshold type shoe. Yep. And then the next one we saw, the densities were Fair. way harder. Shoe was slappy. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yep. this might be more of a therapeutic shoe rather than a um, yeah. an up-tempo shoe. It's like... We don't know what production sample. We have to go back to the the tech, like the um, the product teams, and go. What's the right sample? What's the correct mm. one? Like, what's the real one? When I tried that sample on, it felt like the New Balance More V1 when it first came out. That firm, mm-hmm. um, but look, the rockers, the rockers, pretty aggressive in the shoe. Um, it is therapeutic. I reckon it's going to be a four foot mid foot offloading shoe, not globally heaps wide. Um, but yeah, so it probably could have been a little bit softer, but I, once again, you don't know if that's going to be, you know, the release is going to be softer at all. But the one I saw in person was just a bit firmer. Um, it seemed therapeutic. The first one was softer. Yeah. Uh, mm. we've got the, um, a new colorway of the dragonfly coming up, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Uh, going to be red and black, maybe associated with a team that's in the U S it's going to get retailed oh, yeah. over here. Um, yep. kind of excited by that. And this will be the last Dragonfly one. This this will be the last Dragonfly one before the next one's released, surely. The last colorway. I saw, I saw Nike coming up. I saw their rank. Yep. Oh, I saw what's available. So there yep. will be, there will be, I haven't seen a new Dragonfly yet. Are you, okay. are you getting the cross country model? No. No. It's not coming into the country? What's the deal? No. You're, you're... Yeah, right. Yeah. We've um, like do you know, 12 like, cross-country runners in this country. Yeah, look, while we're talking about that as well, um, are you going to get any of the New Balance, uh, the LDX spike? Is that going to be a shoe that you can get the Super Comp LDX spike? No. Is Ellie getting it? Uh, I think she's got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks a good spike. Yep. Mm. Um, is the Ultra Fly coming from Nike? So that's probably the coolest oh, yeah. thing coming up. So when yeah. when when's that coming out? A uh, couple of months. Yeah. Okay. Now is that plated uh, as well? Um. Yeah, that's plated. That's yeah. plated in Zoom X. Yeah. So yeah, once you get back on those trails, get me me. trails. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I reckon that'll be fun. So yeah, yeah keep yeah. an eye for that. And then we also have the the, the on spikes coming up. They look really yeah. good. So they'll be coming. Are you out getting the fifteen hundred and? Are you getting the fifteen hundred and the ten thousand? You are. Yeah. Cool. Yep. yep. What's nice. the release date for that? Uh, I think it's July. You will sell them instantly. They, I reckon. Are they? Are they going to be expensive? Are they, what are they retail? Not too bad. Surely. Not too bad. There What's are some not too really bad because Dragonfly is two twenty. 
oh, like I think maybe a little more. Yep. But not like th- like we've seen some spikes. Not like three fifty like the R six ones. Four hundred oh. for the R six. Oh, that was four hundred actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. That's ridiculous. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So the, with a lot of the brands are bringing super shoes, super spikes mm-hmm. out, but in order to get them to Australia with the small amount that they'd sell, the pricing is just too high. Mm. Like, well, this is you, this is one hundred and seventy, I think. That's bucks. a good spike for one hundred and seventy. Yeah, that's a good. Are you Definitely. sure that's the right mm. price? It might be one eighty. I know the che- the cheetahs two twenty. The cheetahs more. That's but the cheetahs very very aggressive. No, I think you're right. I think this it is, is I believe one eighty. One eighty. It's one eighty. Yeah, one eighty. Yeah, one eighty. Yeah, yep. So yeah, that's that's, a, that's the best. That's a good value spike. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you're not selling a lot of them, for example, but it's you know it's interesting. Still, the people that listen to this podcast are probably going to be the people that are more inclined to buy a track spike at some stage. Yeah. It's just well, it's just gonna... nice to have a selection. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a brand bringing out a super shoe next year for $420. That's too much. Is that Brooks? No. No. Okay. Um, yeah. It's a new, brand new shoe, but that is yeah. a lot of money. Imagine going in and it dropping is. 420 on a, on, a, on a pair of super shoes. Mm. I mean, you blokes would because yeah. you're rich, especially Tom. Tough. in your kitchen (laughs) you live in the shire the shire it's like the it's like the cheap part of sydney i'm like just like being pushed out of sydney you're on the bike you're on the beach Mm -hmm. um all right yeah so next month there might be some shoe uh, maybe depends what time in the month we record but we might have some new stuff to chat about maybe some new hiking shoes that you boys get around how's that uh ultra olympus going the hiking shoe you selling a bit of that yeah, not bad. We're doing pretty well yep. with the um, the Cloud Rock Two from On. That is oh, a nice. clean looking yeah, hiking yeah. shoe. Very, yeah, and yeah. also the, the Cloud Wanda waterproof, which is um like their hiking shoe, not boot. It's like a low cut. Mm. It's yep. like you can go anywhere with that thing, and it looks amazing. This is how you sell shoes up on the uh, the coast, Tom. Hiking yeah, shoes going to look good as well. Clearly. Yeah. Mm. Yep. All right. What do you guys got coming up? Like you're you're competing this weekend, Julian. You're gonna get yourself back into shape. Tom, you're getting back into jogging, so you'll be up to 100 k's a week within a week or two. It's usually how you get <laughs> back into it. Yeah. Yep. Probably. Yep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be racing in a few weeks. You'll you won't go to Gold Coast, race. will you? What's that? You won't go to Gold Coast, will you, Tom? Be oh, early. Lana's racing the half, so I'll be oh, up yep. just watching with the kids. Nice. Um, yeah, won't be racing. A real athlete. Are you uh, going to Launceston, uh, Julian? Nah. Nah. I'm going to Gold Coast, sir. Yep, cool. Uh, come up to the Gold Coast, Nitter. Race. Nah, nah I've, got the, I've got the conference at Brisbane month before. I can't do back-to-back. Now we divorce if I do that. Yeah. Mm. yeah, Christine's not going to run the half marathon up there, so I've got no excuse. Not enough runners oh, in the family. Sign her up then. I don't think she wants to. She doesn't really like it as much as Lana does. Lana's real competitive. She's got a real yeah, mean streak in her, Lana. She's real competitive. Yeah. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, it's good to chat to you guys again. Yeah, guys. Keep training. Thanks, fellas. And speak next time.
Enter the 2023 Gold Coast Marathon now and run your best race this July. 60% of runners achieve a PB at this event, and you can too. Head to goldcoastmarathon.com.au to enter now. Doesn't matter if it don't come back. I'm not sure.